Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano, and I brought my voice down two octaves <laughs> for this segment. I'm going to go all NPR on you yeah, for the next 25 minutes and remain calm. I, uh, I, I, I doubt that. You <laughs> Something will get that, that voice to go back up. <laughs> all right. Uh, we thank you for joining us, uh, Steve Jordahl is with us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. And I have plenty of stuff that could make your voice raise a couple octaves if we want to get to it. So Okay. I gave y'all the permission to either look at me with eyes wide open or, <laughs> or, or just point at me if you want to. If you hear the I voice. do that kind of stuff too though. Yeah. I, I, get oh, it. I like it. I kind of enjoy it. it it's happens. it's fun. You it's don't want to talk radio, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. NPR doesn't doesn't get it. We used to call it pushing now. a button when no, I was no. uh Growing up, he pushed his button. Push, push his button. I had uh, something very important you wanted to mention before we move to Steve in the news. Yeah, before we get to the news, um, AFA, American Family Association, is promoting Law Enforcement Appreciation Day this coming Sunday. That is June 13th. And we want to uh, invite you who are listening to join millions of Americans uh, in a day of prayer and appreciation for law enforcement this coming Sunday. It's our opportunity to show respect and appreciation towards those who bravely serve and protect our families. A lot of hostility coming probably from a small uh, segment of the population on the far left that are hostile to police. And so we're urging your pastor and church to designate a special time during Sunday services to pray for law enforcement uh, officers uh, in your community, gather with your friends to pray also next time you see police officers in a restaurant, pay for their lunch or dinner, or at least thank them. Uh, anyway, recognize them. Visit afa.net for helpful resources. Please add your name to thousands of others that are committed to praying for our law enforcement officers this coming Sunday. So if you go to afa.net, you will see right there at the top of the page uh, a place where you can click through and get more information. So please consider doing that this week. Amen. Steve. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, I want to start with a uh, moment of conservative clarity that uh, in, I, we can do this on a regular basis uh, because things people keep talking out and making sense uh, contrary to what we hear. And then we've got some breaking news we can cover. But uh, I want you to hear this to start. This is uh, you're going to hear President Biden talking about what he thinks is the biggest threat to this country. And then you're going to hear vlogger, V-L-O-G-G-E-R, that's a blogger on video, Alexandra Lanes. We've heard her before. You're going to hear her again respond to this. Just uh, let's start here. Cut six. The joint session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. So just when you think Joe Biden can't embarrass this country anymore, the next day happens. Now he's stating white supremacy is the biggest threat to the homeland. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, but white supremacists. Yeah, those are his words verbatim. 
This is coming from the guy whose mentor was a Klansman, so you would know, Joe, because you're the face of it. Remind me the last time white supremacists hijacked planes, flew them into buildings, and killed 3,000 people. Remind me the last time white supremacists were burning down businesses and causing violence all summer of 2020. Remind me the last time white supremacists were beheading people on video and posting it for the whole world to see as a warning. Tell me, was it white supremacists that gave us the Patriot Act? I'll wait. I've got time. And these claims are apparently backed by the intelligence community, according to Biden, the same intelligence community that said Iraq had weapons of mass destruction, the same community that missed 9-11, now telling us white people are the problem. It seems to me like Biden, along with DHS, FBI, and other intel agencies, are poking white people with a stick and want nothing more than to see a race war happen. Extremely dangerous rhetoric for a president to be using, don't you think? If you want to fix the problem, it starts with you, Joe. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Who is that? It's Alexandra Lanes, L-A-I-N-S. Well, I like her. Yeah, Listen, she's good. I know. Uh, we here comes the voice. Every one of us in here: Brent Creeley, <laughs> Steve Jordahl, Ed Vitagliano. When you bowed your head when we started listening to Joe Biden, <laughs> and you kind of hunched over, we all pointed at you, and he said, "Okay, five, four, three, two. <laughs> my my voice started going up in my head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Self talk. My man. own head. My voice. See, there it goes. See, there it goes. It. I know it." Listen, I am willing. Calm down. I am willing, honest to goodness, to listen to a president speak about something, even if he's a Democrat. Right. And I'll try to hear what he has to say because maybe he'll make some sense. Maybe he's right about something. Maybe I need to reconsider how I've thought about something. I am open to that. Right. Now, that's hard to do, we as humans, because we usually are fixed and we don't want to be open-minded about right. listening to people from the other side of the political spectrum, so to speak. So uh, that being said, I cannot listen to this man spout this white supremacy garbage without commenting on it, uh, not only in my head, <laughs> but on the radio. Because talk about something that's real, as that blogger just said right there, right. blogger. She, t- she, 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 she listed the real threats and the real attackers on America over the right. last 10, 20 years or so. And it's not white supremacists. Right. Okay. He's only doing that to pander to the left right. in this country. That's the only reason he's doing that. And to try to scare some people, I guess, who really think that white supremacy is the number one threat to our country. Right. Uh, when I think 90, 95% of the public, even those who vote Democrat, know that's garbage. That's not even true. That's not the real threat to America, white supremacy. He couldn't even, did he even give examples? Notice how he never gives examples no. of this. When he says white supremacy is the number one threat to our country, and by the way, white supremacist, I'm thinking KKK in my mind here. Is that what y'all are thinking here when he's talking about this? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's not I don't think mean. that's what he's thinking. No. Oh, what is he thinking? He's thinking Trump Wildman, voters. Battagliano? Yeah. He, yes. Okay, Trump, so regular. People who voted for Trump. 75 and, million and white supremacists. the Capitol on January 6th. So and that, every other white person is halfway there. Yes. <laughs> so half the country is white supremacist. And they don't, you don't even have to be white. To be a white supremacist, right? Right. Because, That's how they define it. Because black conservatives are also white are supremacists. I don't know whether they call them a white supremacist, but they would say someone like what, Senator Tim Scott but, from South okay, Carolina. Okay, but what I'm saying is he's suggesting that the KKK is alive and well 
and skinheads, and they are the greatest threat to our country. That's that's what he's suggesting in the way that I think he's talking about it. I, I think he wants everybody to think that. That's that's what, When you say white supremacists, I think that's what most people in their minds think, which you just said. KKK, skinheads, okay. uh, Nazi salutes when they're protesting. But what he's wanting to do is to take that image and move it over so that it also applies to people who Conservative voted for voters. Trump. Conservative voters go. represent white supremacy. That's half the country, by the way. Right. That's half the country, by the way. That's what he really is wanting to, to convey. Because, listen, you show me where white supremacists have a television network, a radio network, a newspaper of, of any uh, uh, reach. Right. Uh, organize, have any influence with Republicans or Democrats or any other political party. Or have a bank account like a bank the account. Southern Poverty Law Center with yeah. $250 million yeah. offshore. Are there are there, are there uh, racists in the, in the United States of America? Well, are there humans? <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, as long, there's 330 million people who live in America. Guess what? You're going to find some racists. Right. And some bigots. And you know what? You're going to find them on all sides of all colors, right. by the way. Yes. But the idea that white supremacy, openly white supremacists have some sort of power in this country to, to do anything to become the number one threat right. is absolutely ridiculous. And he's only saying that because he doesn't want to talk about, can you imagine him saying, you know, Muslim supremacists are the number one threat to the United States. He might so, have a so, point in that, in yeah. that case. So say the CIA. How do we have evidence of this? Taliban. Al Qaeda, ISIS, uh, the attacks on our on our country have come from Muslims extremists. He won't say that, right? Willie, why? Because that would be bigoted. That would be racist. Although you can toss all white people in the, right. <laughs> into one supremacy category, right? right. And uh, you did a fine job with maintaining your. Calm. I only went up one octave. No, you did fine. I only Excellent. went up one octave. I, I'm just saying. He did this garbage on Saturday, saying uh, well, he said white supremacy is the number one threat to our country. And then he said, we're fundamentally, uh, what did he say? No. Systemically Systemically racist. racist. So he's playing this card about every week. I don't know. I guess to please the left because they just want to pile on. Right. Uh, the United States is an evil place that, that everybody needs, it needs to be. needs to be changed. needs to be changed. That's where they're In the after. meantime, we need everybody to come here illegally. Right. So says the left. But because it's a. Wonderfully, systemically racist place. Yes. Come enjoy it. <laughs> Come enjoy, Come enjoy the, our, our systemic racism. <laughs> That's a good that, – you would do good for our tourism. American yes. Chamber of Commerce Amer right there. Come to America. Enjoy our systemic racism <laughs> and white supremacy. <laughs> While you're here, grab a burger. And we're not going to call them white sandy beaches anymore. No. We're taking away that. We're just going to call them sandy beaches. <laughs> Enjoy a nice pizza while you're here. Sandy being but, a gender-neutral name, yeah. of course. <laughs> yes, Steve. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like Pat. So we're doing away with white and Sandy. We're just saying come enjoy our beaches. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness gracious. Come, that's all I got to say about come, that is, is, is to, is to, to mock a, them. Come to a land where we let boys dunk on girls in basketball <laughs> yes, games huh you know what that would be a funny 
That'd be a funny spoof on we all We let this. boys call themselves girls and then I'm drunk right. on girls in yep. basketball games. It would be a funny a little a little yeah. ad to say, come mm. and enjoy the systemic <laughs> racism of the United States of America. Where we don't huh? know the difference between male and female. That's, huh? that's right. That'd be, that'd be all great. All right, Ghosty. do that. Uh, this morning, the Supreme Court has issued an interesting ruling. I know you guys have been talking about immigration uh, uh, here and and such. Oh, have we? Oh, yeah, have we you? Have. Talk about an octave raise. There you go. Well, <laughs> this is this might this is good. This too. is good news from <laughs> our perspective. The Supreme Court unanimously ruled this morning that people that came to this country illegally and were given tech, uh, temporary protective service uh, status. I'm sorry, TPS. You can do it, Steve. Are not eligible to be given permanent work status here. Now it's it's kind of a little bit of a in the weeds. Now ruling. what? Repeat that again. Now what? Now the United States Supreme Court ruled nine to zero. Nine to zero. That ruled, what? That immigrants that came to this country illegally, okay, and were granted TPS, which is temporary protected protected status, cannot be given permanent work visas. Gotcha. This is their reasoning. Okay, TPS from uh, 11 countries uh, currently, um, says if you are from a country that's suffering from natural disaster, political persecution, and you flee to this country, uh, you, uh, you come to our borders, we'll look at you, we'll vet you as much as we can, and then you can come <clears throat> in and you can, you can have status in this country. Well, the Supreme Court ruled that if they came illegally, that doesn't work. They have to go outside the country and come back in and be vetted. This is what the Supreme Court. So I think that this is huge, right? Well, it's huge because it's unanimous. Yeah. And because it's on this kind of gives a sense of where the Supreme Court might be with regard to illegal immigration. Yeah. Obviously, it's it is uh, huge that it's unanimous. We can talk about why we think it may be unanimous, uh, because I think there's a reason that the Supreme Court is sending a message to those who want to pack the courts. But what they decided I, I, now, you just gave this to us when you came in, so right. we have not have an, had an opportunity to dig down into the weeds, and Usually I'm really good at me, that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but this seems, this seems huge because they are yeah. saying that adjustment of status is reserved for those who were inspected at the border and admitted to the United States by an immigration officer. Yeah. So you have to go out and then get vetted before coming back in to change your status that that's that seems on its face now again we're just looking at the first couple of paragraphs that seems huge the, the, there's a lot of there are several things that an illegal immigrant is given when they come to this country they can use our medical services they can right. their kids can go to the, our schools they can get any f- number of forms of uh, uh, money from the government for doing various things um this speaks and none of that i believe has been challenged in the courts you know obviously i think that if if an illegal immigrant comes and has a heart attack on the street we're going to take them to the hospital most americans are going to want them yeah, taken we'll, care of we'll, we'll we'll take care of them like that but what about uh should their kids be given in state tuition right like they are given like in california for example not not many of this stuff has been not much of the stuff has been challenged in the courts and this is the supreme court giving kind of an, an indication of where they may go they're taking a little bit of a hard line on illegal immigrants Yes. Which is kind of surprising. Elena Kagan, of all people, wrote the, the uh, unanimous opinion. Now, let me, let me just, just, just quickly, because I know we've, mm-hmm. you've got other things that you want to bring up here in terms of news. But 
you know, the, the far left has been after the Democratic Party to pack the court, mm-hmm. to, to basically switch it from a conservative-leaning court to back to a liberal court, okay? Uh, the, the members, the justices of the Supreme Court themselves do not appear to be in favor of that. Stephen Breyer said he wasn't, and then the left started mm-hmm. demanding that he retire and be replaced. And there have been a number of unanimous rulings by the Supreme Court here over the last couple of months because court watchers say the Supreme Court recognizes the danger, the political danger, that if they pack the court, the Democrats pack the court, the Supreme Court will be viewed with suspicion by the American people, and the Supreme Court members do not want the court to lose its proper place constitutionally. And that is why they are having unanimous rulings to signify that they are united against the idea of court packing. There, And I don't have the statistics on this, but there were a number that seemed they were trending on um, liberal conservative lines to be ruling on all sorts of issues until the Democrats started threatening to pack the court. All of a sudden, they had become much more united as a court, uh, to right. your point. So anyway, I just wanted to clarify, yeah. that's what I meant when I said that earlier. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to talk, you guys know who Eric Metaxas is, obviously. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, a great author and uh, con- Champion conservative of the faith. and Christian thinker. Well, he broadcasts his talk show on YouTube as well, like we do. on We do on Facebook and on YouTube. He broadcasts his show on YouTube, but YouTube kicked him off. They deleted his account. Kicked him off or kicked him off? What did you say? Both. Okay. They they got rid of his account and they banned all of the videos that he had been he had uh, been uh, posting. Um, so uh, he's and and this was he had two hundred and twenty thousand followers in this account, and he says it, it afforded them quite a significant bit of income from advertising. I want you to hear, I spoke with Eric Metaxas on Friday, and the story's running today. I want you to hear a little bit about what he has to say about this. Cut 10. A lot of people have wanted to watch our show on YouTube, so it is devastating to us that they would take every single video we have ever done off, ban the whole channel. They're afraid of the truth. If you're not afraid of the truth, you let people speak. They are deathly afraid that many lies are being uncovered, that many people are speaking out boldly against what they see. I will never be silenced. I've written about so many heroes of the faith who have stood against this, so I cannot shrink from uh, what comes to my doorstep. I have to deal with it. And I feel proud to be somebody who was singled out because I'm, I'm speaking for many people. You talk about doubling down. I mean, I will never stop speaking up. This, this emboldens me a thousandfold. Uh, as usual, why did YouTube take him down? Well, this is what I say. As usual, they didn't say specifically very much, but they said that he violated their terms of the service because he talked about questions about the 2020 election, whether it was fair or not, and he questioned some of the origins and the efficacy of the vaccines with the COVID. Here, here's the quote from what the YouTube spokesman said in the email to Metaxas. We removed content that violated our policies on COVID-19 medical misinformation and presidential election integrity. Yeah. That, okay. Their policies are you can only hear one side of this. Yeah. Keep in mind that the, in, the truth about where the, the, the virus started is changing day by day what yes. we know about this. They might have been right all along, but YouTube is still holding the line. 
Yeah. Well, it just said it. This is uh, one-sided. It's you can only believe one. There are certain topics that I guess YouTube and Facebook and others. They have a a. They believe in the liberal explanation or the quote progressive explanation of almost everything. And sometimes that doesn't matter. Probably if you're talking about taxes or I don't know. Uh, other topics, maybe not quite as controversial, so-called controversial, but they have they have their uh, sacred cows that they have to protect. Otherwise, the conservative side gains credibility with the middle America, which means they may win elections as a result of convincing uh, middle Americans that they're right on issues. And so. <clears throat> Otherwise, this doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, listen, uh, as I've said before, people are on YouTube and Facebook and other sites spouting uh, whacked out ideas all over the place on, on all kinds of topics. I, I, I used an example a couple of weeks ago. You can type on... Uh, Facebook now and find probably 10 uh, uh, Facebook pages dedicated to the reality of Bigfoot. Well, Facebook doesn't come on there and go, we're going to fact check this. Right. There is no evidence to support that Bigfoot really exists. So we are banning these Facebook pages from our site because we have integrity. Right. No, there's nothing like that. And I could give probably uh, many, many other examples. Uh, so why is it? That you have something like the, for example, let's take Eric McTaxick is talking about how the COVID-19 virus, uh, how it may have originated in a lab in China and released on the public. Uh, In other words, it was invented by man, that is the Chinese, and released on the public, uh, some think intentionally, others think uh, other unintentionally. But why is that so controversial that you have to ban it from being even talked about? I, I do not understand. I'll tell you why. Uh, okay. I do not understand that except to say, and you asked me if you agree with it, Steve, two things. One is it's a political issue that President Trump has talked about, so we've got we've got to be against Trump. That's that's what I was going to say. Okay, so exactly. YouTube and Facebook would say we got we got to beat Trump. So we got to be if he says it came from a lab and was created, we got to say that's nuts. So and the guy doesn't understand science and he's dangerous and we got we got he's for injecting bleach. We got to keep that up because we got to beat Trump. Right. That's one thing. And that's that's pretty obvious, right? Uh, because the second Twitter would be included probably in this discussion too. The second thing would be, and we're probably about to get banned from YouTube by me saying this, but I'm just suggesting. Uh, otherwise, free and open discussions on YouTube about anything from COVID to election integrity seems to me, why would it bother them? Right. Why do they care? Let people talk about what they want to talk about and maybe the truth went out in the end. Right. Right. But the other uh, option here is that Maybe YouTube doesn't want to criticize communist China because there's a lot of money to be made there. Huh? I'm just... I think that's... That has to be part of it. Say goodbye to our YouTube feed on this show, right? 2.2 billion people.
in w- China. Watch, How many? T- watch today's 2. issues. Two billion. Two billion? I think. One point. One Maybe point it's one point two billion. Anyway, over a billion. I'm yes. just I'm just saying when you when you have to question why do these big companies make decisions that seem to be so blatantly one sided when now now everything's reversed. Yeah. Now everybody now the scientists are saying yeah it looks like it was created in a lab in China. Yeah. Just what they call Trump crazy for last year. Right. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Thanks for joining us.